Hello and welcome to The Point Being, a weekly podcast with all you need to know polling data from Ipsos Public Affairs. Here we dive into the latest public opinion research as it relates to the news of the day. I'm Kate Morris, a data journalist at Ipsos, and I'm joined by my colleague, Sarah Feldman. Hi there. And research lead, Mallory Newell. Hi there. Welcome back. Yes, we've been out for a few weeks now, and um, sadly, Chris won't be joining us this week, but over to you, Sarah, to um, kick us off. Thanks, Kate. Yeah, we're back better than ever after our brief pause, but for one night only. This is the last show of the year, and we're going to be ending the year talking about food and Americans' holiday plans. So, Mallory, dusting off the uh, podcasting cobwebs and looking forward to Turkey Day next week, um, what's Americans' Thanksgiving table look like this year? Well, Sarah, one of my favorite topics, food. Love it. Um, you know, we, we did some polling on this because why not, right? We want to know, of course, you know, are you traveling? Are you staying safe? How are you doing Thanksgiving in the light of COVID? And we'll get to all that later. But first, you know, what are you eating? And, and our polling definitely shows like a lot of the classics. You know, three quarters say that mashed potatoes are going to be on their Thanksgiving table. Um, stuffing or dressing, depending on what you call it, rolls, gravy, you know, all, all the sides. Um, but what's really interesting is that there's definitely a regional flair that comes through in our polling. Um, for example, you know, in, in the Midwest, uh, green bean casserole is way more popular than in the Northeast. Um, as a Midwesterner, former Midwesterner, I can attest green bean casserole is delicious. Um, Northeasterners, on the other hand, are all about their cranberry sauce. The majority say that cranberry sauce, uh, they eat that as a traditional Thanksgiving side. Um, the Southerners, you know, it's all about the mac and cheese, um, much more so than any other region. And also sweet potato casserole. Um, honestly, just kind of talking about all of these foods makes me really hungry. But we've got a nice, well-rounded Thanksgiving table with sides. Um, and then to dive a little deeper, you know, we asked people which of the following holiday pies is their favorite for Thanksgiving. We gave people a list of about six or seven. Um, and we found that overall, um, Pumpkin pie is definitely the favorite. But again, we see a little bit of regional difference. Um, more Southerners say that sweet potato pie is their favorite. More people in the Northeast say apple pie is their favorite. In the Northeast, apple pie actually outweighs pumpkin as the favorite. Um, pumpkin pie is the heavy favorite in the Midwest and South or Midwest and West. And in the South, pumpkin pie and pecan pie are sort of tied for first. And I think that's the next poll that we'll have to do is how you pronounce it. Is it pecan or pecan? I don't know. It's up for debate. But um, other than the regional differences, you know, there's also some interesting generational differences, too. Uh, younger folks actually tend to be a little bit less enthusiastic about pies in general. Um, Gen Z and millennials are more likely than Gen Xers or baby boomers to say that they don't eat pie or none of these are their favorite. Uh, though Gen Z does have a, a soft spot for, for chocolate pie, uh, a more obscure choice, according to our polling. 
Now, from from my perspective, clearly pumpkin is the best. Um, but let's let's step back and get beyond the items on the table for a sec. And, and let's talk a little bit about the fact that people will actually be gathering around the table this year. Yeah, that pie question definitely had some controversy around it from my perspective. Um, <laughs> but um, yeah, since you mentioned um, people actually gathering this time around last year, most travel and holiday plans got thrown up in the air because of COVID. And um, from what we're seeing in the data, are, are we going to see a big resurgence in Thanksgiving travel this year? Um, potentially. You know, we we started asking about this in the Ipsos Coronavirus Consumer Tracker in late October. Um, and at that point, you know, plans were still a little bit more fluid. About one in five said they weren't sure what their plans were. Um, however, other than that, you know, there's there's about a quarter that say that they plan to celebrate at home only with people in their household. So still a more cautious approach. Um, but then we have, you know, roughly about one in three saying that they plan to travel somewhere, you know, whether it's locally to celebrate by car outside of their local area or by plane. Um, and then another 15 percent say that they plan to stay home, but host people from outside of their household. So, Taking a look at that, you've got just under half that say that they're planning to either travel to see folks outside of their household or bring people into their home. So there is definitely this this greater opening, certainly than compared to what we saw last year. Um, one thing that I think is interesting is that our polling shows that the, the vaccinated are, are still being a little bit more cautious than the unvaccinated, meaning that slightly more of people who have actually been vaccinated against COVID-19 say that they plan to celebrate at home only with their immediate family or only with people in their household. Um, And a smaller number of people who are unvaccinated say that. Um, But also, I think, you know, for those who plan to spend Thanksgiving with others, there's a question of what does that look like, right? You know, we've talked in this podcast in the past about, um, asking people about their vaccination status and having these tough conversations with friends and family about comfort levels. And and this is definitely playing out um, for Thanksgiving celebrations, too. But when you ask people who say that they did plan to spend Thanksgiving with others outside of the home, about two thirds of them uh, said that they don't expect any testing or vaccination requirements at the table. Yet at the same time, around half or just slightly more say that they expect people who attend Thanksgiving to be vaccinated. So there's a little bit of an interesting disconnect there, right? You know, most aren't expecting any explicit requirements, but at the same time, there is this implicit expectation that if you're going to be at my table, you better be vaccinated, right? So Maybe for some people, it's it's not something that's being talked about, but there is just this broader assumption, which I think is really interesting. Um, you know, under half of these people said that they expected people to attend to get tested beforehand or expected unvaccinated people to get tested beforehand. So testing is sort of 
further down on the list compared to just, again, this broad assumption that there either won't be requirements or that, you know, you're just assuming everyone's vaccinated, um, which I thought was really interesting. You know, and Kate, I'm wondering if you can kind of dive into this a little bit for people who are celebrating outside of their immediate household. Um, you know, is it really a restriction free Thanksgiving? What can you tell us about this? Yeah, it's such an interesting question. And I think something to remember is that this was um, the survey was fielded in at the end of October. So it's possible that people have had some of these more difficult conversations with their unvaccinated relatives about what the expectations are in the interim. Um, but yeah, definitely. Yeah, I neg- think that's a great point. <laughs> negotiating like this whole dynamic between an instance where you might have an unvaccinated relative is, is a really complicated one because, of course, everybody wants to see their family or uh, close friends at this time. Um, but when we do look at these, the same set of questions that you were just mentioning um, by vaccination status and by how people perceive COVID, um, we immediately see some opinion begin to shift and you can tell that people might be setting themselves up for mixed expectations going into Thanksgiving. Um, so essentially, the vaccinated and people who view COVID as a high threat are much more likely to have expectations that people will be either vaccinated or if they are not vaccinated to get tested before joining. Um, that works out to among the vaccinated, among the vaccinated 64 expecting um, others attending their Thanksgiving celebration to be vaccinated and 54 of that same group expecting anyone who wasn't already vaccinated to get tested. Um, but then in contrast, you have just 9% of the unvaccinated who um, expect everyone to be vaccinated and 16% who expect those who are not vaccinated to get tested. So again, there's a pretty wide range of opinion and you can see how in, in family groups or groups where there's a difference in vaccination status, things might get complicated. Um, and because it's really the vaccinated that's driving this, you know, assumption, right? Like right. whether it's testing or expecting people to be vaccinated, that's who it's really coming from. Is that right? Yeah, exactly. And also with people who perceive COVID as a high personal threat versus those who do not. Who are also um, probably vaccinated. <laughs> right. Yeah, of course. So you can't really, it's hard to separate those two groups, of course. Um, but generally, this all just sort of underlies a common theme that we have seen pretty consistently throughout our polling in that the people who are, in theory, the most protected from the virus because they are vaccinated, um, or are taking precautions are generally more cautious than those who are still unvaccinated. Yeah, and that's such a interesting point to kind of build off of what Mallory and Kate, you all were talking about up top. Um, these differences by vaccine status and the perceived assumptions about Thanksgiving and whether to get tested um, are really reflect bigger divisions on how people understand the pandemic. And given that this is one of the first, you know, big holidays post-vaccine campaign in the spring where many people may be facing their wider family for the first time in a long time, um, we asked a question to gauge whether people are expecting to have some disagreements with their family about the pandemic explicitly on Thanksgiving. And among people who have plans to celebrate Thanksgiving with another household, 45% feel that talking about COVID and the vaccine will lead to disagreements, you know, kind of speaking to that wide gap, Kate, that you were talking about. Um, 
And interestingly, though, there's actually no statistically significant difference by vaccine status or party ID here. So, you know, the unvaccinated and the vaccinated Democrats, Republicans all expect at the same level to be disagreeing with their family members about the pandemic uh, next week. Um, where we really see this difference, this statistically significant difference is among men and women with men more likely to expect a fight around the pandemic at Thanksgiving um, versus women. Women and younger people, those under 35, versus older people, those over 55. And what that really tells me is that, you know, as people are kind of inching back to some pre-pandemic habits and rituals, gathering around the table for Thanksgiving, many still expect the social and political strain of the past year and a half plus or so to live on and be present um, as we head into the holiday season. Yeah, well, hopefully people have had a chance to kind of talk these things out before they actually see each other in person and those disagreements won't, don't have to be so intense. I'm actually Uh, fairly heartened by that. You know, like 45% is fewer than half. So to put a, a pleasant holiday spin on it as we close, that means that if you're celebrating with somebody outside of your household, you know, most don't think they'll have disagreements. So maybe it'll be a harmonious Thanksgiving for everyone with lots of pie and side dishes involved. (laughs) And if not, there are still lots of pie and side dishes. So that's the beauty of Thanksgiving. And hopefully the worst thing we have to disagree about is which pie is your favorite. (laughs) Or how to say pecan. But beyond that, thanks to everybody who tuned in this week. And again, this will be our last podcast of 2021. Um, In the meantime, um, definitely keep an eye out for our uh, upcoming, some of our more exciting upcoming polls. There's a election legitimacy survey that we'll have coming out with Axios in the coming days. And um, a survey on world affairs and threats with the Halifax International Security Forum. So all of this and more will be found can be found at ipsos.com and US slash news and polls, and you can follow us on Twitter at Ipsos US. Thanks for tuning in, and as I said, please join us in 2022. I'm Kate Morris, and you can find me on Twitter at Callison Morris. I'm Mallory Newell on Twitter. I'm at Mallory Kate. That's Kate with a C. And I'm Sarah Feldman, and you can find me on this podcast next year. Be well till then.